1: Could have been done today. That's the words that we heard from Dave Dombrowski from Tuesday. And a trade can also be done today as of Wednesday. Welcome into our PHOI Phillies podcast as we've been uncovering all the news going around around winter meetings in this edition presented by Ford. You can check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you we've got Tyler Zuli, Jamie Lynch myself Renee Washington and John Foley our beat writer is down in Nashville who's been joining us every day and of course today will be no different as we'll have some updates from John on the latest going on down in Tennessee and Jamie winter meetings have been uneventful compared to what we thought it would be but very eventful when you think about all the quotes that are coming out of it all the rumors all the reports all the updates Um, and I know we've got a lot to talk about around the league but even starting with the Phillies No news has still been news in what we've heard from Dave Dombrowski and Rob Thompson so far. And I know Dave Dombrowski, one of the things that surprised me on Tuesday was his mention that today I could have made a trade and how he was saying somebody would have said, geez, that's a good trade. I could have traded Orion Kirkering for somebody like that today. I said, I don't really want to do that because if we're going to have all these star players, we also have to have some young players that are not making a lot of money. A lot of great things came out of uh, the pressers and quotes that – We saw yesterday from Dave and Rob, what are your initial thoughts of uh, just what Dave is saying and, and just what what you've heard so far?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's uh, what he's saying is, is truthful and accurate. Uh, I think, I think it was a little unjustified of Phillies fans to expect big deals. We've kind of talked about this for a couple of weeks, like they're third in baseball and payroll. They're higher than they've ever gone in payroll their big move was Aaron Nola. Mm -hmm. That is it. For the most part, they are going to be running a very similar roster back. Uh, You know, as Dave said, they'll, they'll add around the edges. Uh, They're at 38 of the 40 man roster complete. So at most, they're going to make two moves and those moves will most likely be a right-handed bullpen arm and an outfielder of some Mm -hmm. sort. Um, They're not going to be sexy. They're not going (coughs) to knock your socks off. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Alex Verdugo last night, and we'll get into that move in a minute is a guy that would interest me because he didn't cost you a lot. Uh, but hopefully they have something up their sleeve here. Uh, and it's just like all of major league baseball seems to be waiting for this Soto and Yamamoto yeah. and Otani plugs to be pulled. And then the floodgates will open. You know, there was speculation last night that maybe that was starting because, uh, the Yankees were going to use Verdugo to flip mm. for Soto. That appears to not be the case. Uh, it appears those three are kind of holding things up and the rest of the league is just going to react to what happens there. So I'm not surprised in the, in the slightest. Uh, and our own John Foley, who's going to join us in a couple minutes here, you know, was at the press conference yesterday, got to talk to Dombrowski, went mm-hmm. to breakfast with Topper this morning, and they're all pretty much reiterating the same thing, which yeah. is like, don't get your hopes up. Like It's not going to be stellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's, that's fine. He, what he says about it, Orion is right. Yeah, you need those young guys that are contributors uh, to counterbalance the the big money guys. They have, yeah. I think, eight guys over twenty million dollars next year. Mm-hmm. The most and- in baseball with players over twenty million dollars. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, like
2: I'm seeing some ire from Phillies fans on Twitter this morning, and, and Dave P. or John Sequello is like, "Damn it, Jamie, they're cheap." And I know John's joking there. But like some of the sentiment is like, well, all these teams you're competing against are going out and spending and doing stuff. And it's like, well, the mm-hmm. Phillies are, are are pretty maxed out here.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And welcome in the chat, everybody. Uh, I know we're getting some comments on our fits for the day. Uh, great to have you guys here. Uh, what's we did the have comments on the
2: fits? What would <laughs> I do? Is on it about our me? Outfits. outfits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, just know, talking what, about I outfits. know what fits are.
1: <laughs> God. I don't Gosh know the way. you t-year. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to assume. What what are um, they saying
2: about our fits?
1: Well, you know, it's it's the usual. They like my fit. They they like your fit to an extent. Uh, you've got some comments on tight pants and the fact that I'm wearing some cool boots and you don't even have socks on.
2: I do not um, have socks. I just got my what are those on for yeah, you? Yeah,
1: I've got some cool boots on with socks <laughs>
2: yeah. in the boots.
1: Um, but yes, uh, you know, we had to bring the style. We did have to move studios because Jamie's breaking the chair in the other studio. So we had to go to a spot no. where he can't break the chair. That's not true. Uh, So welcome in guys, spiral out. <laughs> That's not true. False rumors. Dave, Greg, John, welcome to all of you guys that are joining us in the chat, uh, because there's been a lot of updates, as you mentioned. Um, and I know people in the chat were talking about the Orion thing that kind of just surprised me because I was like, Oh, we were so close to, you know, it. it, it possibly could have happened. And listen, we all have talked a lot about, the youth, the prospects—you know—someone like Orion's future versus maybe making a move. And the Phillies have been very consistent with what they've said in that, as you mentioned, you know, they're not looking to make a big splash. The big splash was signing Aaron Nola back, and Dave has a number of different quotes of like, "Hey, look, all the individuals out there are fascinating, and you know, everybody gets kind of—he's me- talking about how like mesmerized you get by hearing those star players' names, but." We have a, a bundle of star players ourselves he was talking about. You know, he's saying how we've got for the Phillies have an all-star first baseman, an all-star shortstop, highly paid, um, a DH, a right fielder, you know, seven all-stars in, them, in themselves. And then the young guys, the Stotts, Boehm's, Marshes, Walker's, Suarez's, um, that, and not even including anybody from the bullpen. So he also was taking his time. I know someone said a, a, a an act of confidence for Kirkering. Well, hey, it's also a way of instilling some confidence in the rest of your guys too, because Dave Dombrowski was openly talking about, you know, how fortunate the Phillies are to have some strong complementary players and all-stars that, you know, they're not needing to go just chase all the the heavy hitters and, and throw all the money out there. They can spend a little bit more wisely in this in this stretch. So I I agreed with that. And then I also was interested as they rolled through Rob and Dave rolled through the different guys and names and we're talking about each of them. That uh, was very interesting to me, Jamie, just to see their takes And exactly as we knew, no surprises, the support that they had, whether it was, you know, the bullpen jobs that are available when you have guys like Conor Brogdon, Andrew Bellotti, Covey, um, others that are competing for bullpen options, uh, but also some tough decisions that they're going to have to make, including, uh, you know, someone like Johan Rojas and what his future is going to look like. Of course, they already talked about he's not, he's going to have to fight for an opportunity to play in the majors and going to be going back, um, back down. So... That did not surprise me, but I was a little saddened to hear about Yoro, you know, not going to be an everyday center fielder and has an opportunity to become that, though, once he proves himself starting in spring training.
2: Yeah, that was an interesting one. I'm excited to, um, to see. Oh, okay. Uh, what the people in the chat are saying is correct. We'll get to that in one sec. Um, <gasps> Johan Rojas, I don't know if it's official, but something did just happen on Instagram. Uh, Johan Rojas is an interesting one. I want to hear what. You know, because reading a a quote and being there next to a quote, like, you know, there's context and different ways to decipher Mm -hmm. things. They basically talked about Rojas uh, this morning over breakfast and John was there, uh, you know, has to basically get that plate discipline discipline back and, and use all parts of the field and stop swinging it at bad pitches Uh, a lot easier said than done, but that's kind of, they want him to get righted, but we've talked about it, you know, towards the end of the year. Rojas is an incredibly exciting kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, his defensive metrics alone are going to break everything in baseball. Um, so, yeah, you, you just need he's young. You got to get him more at bats and more play discipline and all that. Um, so, yes, definitely. So it appears we could have potentially breaking news.
1: Woo-woo! Yes, we possibly do.
2: Because now the people in the chat, of course, it happens five minutes after we get on air of here. Course. Uh, I haven't seen it official yet. Have you?
1: Um, no, but I my... see that there's a deal is expected um, because there's the Phillies are in talks with Jock Peterson. Um, apparently, Peterson posted something. He did. It's right Instagram. here on his Instagram. I'm showing okay. it to the camera. I was gonna do some digging. Wow, you beat me to that too, Jock Peterson. It says posted it's with the always
2: fanatic. the caption says it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and it's a picture of the fanatic uh, fake choking him out. Uh, <laughs> so it appears. Did Jock Peterson break his own news? Um, I would
1: love that. That'd be cool. Yeah.
2: Um, he's the type of guy that makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah. I don't know why else he would post that if he didn't sign with the Phillies. Like, am I missing anything here? What, so, like, it's not just like he's posting a funny picture of him in the he, fanatic. Yeah, like I
1: don't see any reason why you would post a funny picture of you with the fanatic during winter meetings just yeah, because yeah, like, right? like it has throwback to me- thursday you know it has to when i was signed posting here. with you know hanging with the fanatic so yeah uh listen jock peterson definitely I, makes a lot of sense i just
2: tweeted the picture out on our phly Phillies account for those look of you that follow us look at us
1: the multitasking look at that and I, and, oh my I, gosh. and I listen
2: to you renee i know i'm
1: so proud hard. of you I'm yeah, so, you know, you know I'm going it's blind it's just baby
2: over steps so john's eye. gonna be joining us momentarily it does you know john sequela says nothing official yet uh, but Jock Peterson certainly is a guy that makes a lot of sense. I think you know it's that veteran type. Um, you know, can play left field, might be able to play center in a pinch. Uh, yeah. Get Marsh is like Marsh is the really interesting one because then if Peterson is here, I'm presuming he's playing left. Tyler, right. any thoughts there? He would probably play left, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say th- there, there's yeah. no reason that he wouldn't. I So mean, then Marsh and Pache Marsh your of play field would right. be my guess, correct. And then well, you have Rojas quite frankly, as much time as needed. Quite frankly, well,
3: if, if it's Marsh and, and Pache, there's no platoon. It's Marsh. Like, yes. There, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. No Pache would be for, once a week. Correct. It's not a true platoon. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's well, just a day off here and there.
1: Jock Peterson at 31 years old, uh, obviously a two-time champ, two-time all-star, also looking at last year and his 358 at-bats. Uh, finished with 59 runs, 84 hits, 15 home runs, 51 RBIs. Plus, of course, as an outfielder, Phil a much needed area that we've talked a lot about here on the show. And so Jock Peterson coming in uh, would be a great addition. Definitely. I know in the chat you guys are sharing your thoughts. Um, a righty, you know, being cool with him joining the Phillies. So I think let's bring in. Let's no, he bring is in a,
2: he's actually a lefty.
1: Oh yes, okay. Well, um,
2: which is which is the most? Oh, I
1: guess su- it is bats. Yeah. Which okay. is the
2: most surprising part of this? I would have thought for sure they would have gotten uh, a right-handed bat, but you know, for the cost, we'll, we'll find out the details there. Yeah. Unless Jock Peterson is just trolling, uh, Major that League Baseball fans. To do. That That'd would be, be a very weird, weird mood,
1: like a weird unnecessary flex. Like nobody's talking about jock peterson like that and it's for you to just be posting with the fanatic for no reason yeah there's there's got to be more to it so we're going to yeah, john an eye says on that.
2: Cassiano's did something similar on instagram uh-huh. uh breaking the news himself well so- we'll see if
1: uh jock peterson aka king is headed to join us in philly but you know who else is ready to join us in philly that's our very own john foley we know he's on a, a tight time crunch here so we got to bring him in right away in the Bird gang with the Eagles hats. John Foley, welcome. Now, before we even talk about Jock Peterson, uh, you've had quite an eventful start to your Wednesday, having a chance to sit down and have breakfast with Rob Thompson. And if anybody's ever wondered what it's like to have breakfast with Rob Thompson, you can shine a light on it. Talk us through top of the morning with Topper.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it was interesting. This is not something I was aware that goes on at the winter meetings, but uh, they host a... manager's breakfast. There's a table for each team uh, with the manager and several of the writers around the table. Uh, no talking shop I picked up on, just sort of a casual, uh, you know, get together type of thing. Um, but it was, uh, it was surreal. I, I had to try my hardest not to, you know, geek out sitting next to Rob Thompson and start to ask him all sorts of questions.
2: So, John, in your opinion, what was the most interesting well, actually first, let's get to the most important and pressing issues. Uh, what's topper's breakfast plate look yeah. like? See, an I' orange know. juice man,
0: grapefruit coffee, black cigarettes uh what <laughs> what's he what's he throwing back there? I would have bet money that he would have had just black coffee, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, it was amazing. everybody else has these heaping piles of scrambled eggs, sausage, bacon, hell yeah and uh yeah, he's had just just coffee for him.
2: All right, so uh, outside of, very of important yeah, outside of that important <laughs> issue, uh, what did you find to be the most like kind of interesting thing uh, Rob had to say today? Was it the Johan Rojas stuff, uh, his comfort level with the roster? What did you take away with it? Uh,
0: Where you left going, hmm, interesting. So uh, again, the uh, the breakfast this morning wasn't too, wasn't too much about uh, talking shop. But at Rob's press conference yesterday, I think one of the biggest takeaways was the trust he seems to have in Brandon Marsh as an everyday center fielder, hitting lefties. Um, I think that's especially important given the probable breaking news uh, Mm -hmm. with Jock Peterson. Also a lefty has some pretty significant splits between uh, uh, his his OPS against um, right-handers is above 800. And I think it's in the 600s against lefties. Um, so it's interesting if you have Marsh out there, uh, he's, he's somebody's going to have to hit lefties uh, with all these lefties in the lineup. Um, I think it's pretty interesting that they do seem to have this confidence in in Marsh to to do that.
1: Yeah, well, we did just talk about the news of Jock Peterson potential uh, potentially coming to the Phillies. Of course, Jock posted on Instagram a picture of him with the fanatic, which seems pretty convincing that we're going to be hearing some official news about jock peterson coming to the phillies you know um but what are what are your initial thoughts around that um breaking you know breaking news that jock broke is breaking himself essentially
0: I mean, first of all, if he's if he's posting a picture of him with a fanatic during the winter meetings and is not coming to Philadelphia, that is a totally insane move. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, so I got to think he's coming here. I, you know, I, I think he's a pretty solid fit. Again, uh, lefty, that's unexpected. I think everybody thought they were looking more at a right handed bat for left field. Yeah. Um, but he's an outfielder with some pop. And uh, you know they needed somebody out there, and I I think he could be a good fit. The lefty, lefty thing aside.
2: Yeah, and he's that veteran type, like you said. I I would imagine it's not going to break the bank too much. Uh, But John, this morning I'm seeing like a little, like uh, you know, just like disgruntledness from Phillies fans online, thinking they were going to go out and make these big moves. Uh, You know, they're already the second or third highest payroll. Like this move could have put them. Uh, into second place potentially depending Mm -hmm. on what jock's making here uh i'll be honest jock's actually probably a little bit (sighs) bigger of a move than i expected uh where do you fall on that and like kind of expectations versus reality if this is the move
0: yeah i think you know uh the fan in me, just like everybody else, wants to see another big move. We've gotten used to big moves, off season after off season in recent years. Uh, but the truth is, uh, like you all were saying earlier, they're a little bit maxed out. They're they're near the top of the league in payroll already. They did just drop a couple hundred million on Aaron Nola, um, so you. You know what Ombraski was saying makes a ton of sense, uh, especially if you if you want to have the sort of continued success um, that some of the best run franchises have. He's exactly right that you you can't just load up off season after off season on high priced veterans and keep trading away uh, your young promising uh, guys like Orion Kirkering, for example, who who you know. It, it, he could be the the closer of the future he could be a closer for 10 years we don't exactly Mm -hmm. know yet i mean that might end up a silly statement if he if he flames out um but those those are the types of players you need to hang on to if you want to be able to compete year after year after year which i think is really the the organization's philosophy right now
1: yeah and and john listen rob has talked a lot about in in, uh yesterday's Presser talked a lot about different guys across the Phillies roster. Kyle Schwarber, Johan Rojas, Taiwan Walker, Christopher Sanchez, Juan Soto. You kind of went through, or Gregory Soto, excuse me, went through a, I wish it was Juan Soto too, but went through a list of many names for the Phillies. And so being there in person is different. You get to read body language. You get to kind of see the way that that information is being shared. What were your key takeaways from Rob's presser? And even from what Dave Dombrowski has been sharing about just their thoughts on this past season and moving forward for the future of different Phillies.
0: I think my main takeaway was just that they, they both seem very genuine. You know, you can read these things in print and say, well, they're saying that, but they're actually probably still poking around and maybe there's a big deal on the horizon Um, in person Looking in their eyes, hearing the emotion in their voice, you you just get the impression that what what they're saying is is the truth. You know, and, and I'm sure if the right opportunity comes along, of course they're willing to listen. Uh, but I think they're genu- genuinely confident in their guys. I think they feel like they can mostly run it back at somebody like Jock Peterson, uh, get another arm for the bullpen uh, to re- to replace Kimbrel. By the way. Good luck, Baltimore.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, but you know, uh, I, I think they really think this team has what it takes to win a championship. They didn't get it done the last couple of years. They did come close, um, but I don't think they feel like they need Shohei Otani to come in here uh, to really get them to that championship level. I think they think they're they're pretty much there.
2: So, John, one of the names that's kind of emerged a little bit uh, could be Stevenson, the right-handed relief pitcher, Robert Stevenson from the Rays. Um, It appears they want to get exactly that, that right-handed arm to kind of replace the Kimbrel absence. Have you heard any other names being discussed down there outside of Stevenson? And and since this is my last one for you, is everything at the winter meetings pretty much uh, being held up by Yamamoto, Otani, and Soto here? (laughs)
0: Yeah, it really is. It's just a complete logjam. I mean, that's that's the talk of the entire winter meetings is that, you know, those pieces need to move before things can start to trickle down Uh, and, you know, the market really needs to be set there so that, you know, teams are trying to figure out, do they have $600 million to spend that they're not giving to Otani? And once that gets clarified, then I think you'll see a lot of things moving very rapidly. I think you know there's there's frustration among the folks here that you know uh nothing else can really move you can't talk too much about you know which um sort of mid-level right-handed arms are out there until until these these big pieces drop
1: yeah yeah well john we know you have a very full day before you go uh can you let people in a little bit on kind of like what the schedule is for today down in nashville i mean Wednesday, you know, as the week is moving along, things are also moving along. Stirring, the pot stove is stirring a bit. So uh, what's your schedule for today and and what people can expect you'll be sharing with us on Twitter and in your pieces that you're dropping?
0: Uh, So I I think... Hopefully today you'll you'll maybe see as things are coming to a close here. Hopefully you see maybe talks that had been going on earlier in the meetings finally come to a conclusion. People put all their cards on the table, and hopefully we see some of these big names move. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing to watch for today is whether the Phillies make a selection in the Rule Five draft. Mm -hmm. Um, You know it's. It's always sort of a, a crapshoot, but uh, sometimes you strike goals. Shane Victorino is an is an obvious example of that. Um, so that that'll be a focus uh, here today, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, and as we go off on that Rule Five note, uh, De La Cruz apparently could be you know the Philly. Mm-hmm. I think he's their sixth or seventh ranked prospect right now. Big, uh, tall power hitter. Uh, any sense that they think they're going to lose him, or is there a hope they're going to retain De La Cruz?
0: I think the hope is the hope is to retain him. Um, I I did see someone else reporting uh, that they that it would be hard to imagine another team uh, keeping him on the major league roster all season, which you of course you would have to do yeah. as part of the rule five selection process. Um, I I would hate to see him go. I remember uh, he. Uh, I, I remember watching him crush, absolutely crush a few balls last year in, in spring training. Um, looked like he was moving well in the field for for such a tall guy. Uh, I, I really hope that the organization does not lose him in the Rule 5. Awesome. Yeah. Well, John, we know Chicago's got to uh, hop on uh, the all-city
2: set there in Nashville, mm-hmm. uh, so we appreciate all the time and the assistance from
0: all, all of our sister stations there. Uh, go get them. Have a great day. Thanks, thanks, thanks so much, Eddie. Yeah, Chicago guys lurking around. I'm I'm severely outnumbered here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think they want their setback. So uh, yeah. Don't, yeah. How we uh, in thanks, don't be
1: don't be intimidated, John. I you know. Body. I know. That's Later. why I, that's why exactly. I had to represent
0: today. All right. <laughs> see you, John. Later,
1: John. That's our uh, beat writer and our very own John Foley down in Nashville. Of course, uh, this uh, this episode has been. Powered by Ford, where you can check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you. And thanks to Ford for allowing us to have an opportunity to get down to check out all of the action and be in the mix, whether it's having breakfast with Rob or catching up on rumors and updates down at winter meetings. And it's wild. It's already Wednesday, uh, and things are moving along yeah. and, and wrapping up. So but nobody has any—I'm
2: surprised none of the national reporters— more local people are really talking about this jock peterson thing right now um interesting everybody's
1: on the the i find it hard to believe
2: he's yeah and it appears the juan soto thing is getting close i just saw a tweet from morosi it says they're gonna get king thorpe and at least two additional players Mm -hmm. um that's close to being finalized morosi says about six minutes ago yeah um so king and thorpe are the two big pieces there uh, going to San Diego so Juan Soto's all but a Yankee once that mm-hmm. happens maybe there's a run on the position type of players and maybe that's why the Phillies kind of jumped if they did get Jock Peterson you know yeah they, they might have sensed the talk last night was that the, it's heating up here for Soto so maybe Dombrowski and staff went all right shit let's let's go get one of our top targets now before mm-hmm. the floodgates open
1: Definitely. Definitely. And you know what else you can get now before the floodgates open? That's over at Hero Bread because Hero Bread is a place you can make sure you are eating healthy, eating delicious, and also taking advantage of their tasty, fluffy bread. Now, Hero Bread has everything from dinner rolls to sliced bread to tortillas that they provide. They have breads that cover all allergies, diets, whatever your lifestyle requires. And you can make sure you eat bread that is high fiber, ultra low net carbs, zero grams sugar per slice, and also fewer calories than the leading national brand. So head over to Hero.co, use the code PHLY. Uh, again, that's on your screen. Or again, if you're tuning in on podcast platforms, it's Hero.co as well as on Amazon to buy Hero Bread using code PHLY to be able to get 10% off of your purchase. To eat right and eat healthy and eat delicious with Hero Bread. So a lot of things that are going on, it's been a lot of waiting because, of course, Juan Soto, Shohei Otani, and Yoshino Yamamoto are really driving the, the market right now. And a lot of teams are kind of just waiting around and trying to see, okay, after you know the, the first tier goes off, and actually Dave was talking about this too, Dave Dombrowski, you know, it's now you're waiting for that next tier after the initial big hitters and big money um, superstars that are out there get taken off the board. Then you're waiting for that next tier, and so it's just been a waiting game, which has made the winter meetings a little bit different than what most may have predicted. But it's not over, and with that Juan Soto news continuing, we heard it heating up. Now it's close to being finalized. Like all the descriptive terms are hearing around the deal makes us believe. Honestly, it could even happen while we're sitting here on the show, if not definitely within the next hour or so. Um, it seems like they're just locking in those last little details to make sure everybody's okay with it before they officially sign off. So the Yankees have been the team that continues to be so active in discussions. Obviously finalizing with Juan Soto, but also hearing them involved with Yamamoto, of course, a trade be- you know that they did their own- themselves yesterday. It's just been a very busy time for the Yankees.
2: Yeah, well, Oof. they were desperate, uh, and their lineup um, oh, yeah. could be pretty nasty if it ever stays healthy. It won't because of Giancarlo Stanton, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that that lineup could be nasty. Uh, I'm really, like, my brain is just spinning about the Peterson thing um, if this is true for the Phillies uh, because if, if Soto is happening here, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a mad dash uh, for the position players, and I really wonder if Jock Peterson broke his own news because I'm shocked nobody has this. Uh, well, also, it's a really interesting move.
1: Also... It's it's interesting because I know on one side you're getting someone like Shohei Otani who's like give me privacy don't leak it or else I'm not coming to your club and then you have Jock who's openly posing on Instagram I mean uh, this is not on his Yo, story. Otani's
2: kind of getting ripped a little he bit is. by, by listen, a lot of reporters for. I'm kind
1: of defending him a little bit. Let him do his. I, thing he can piece. do whatever the hell he wants. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know, it's Ohtani. Like, like, like do you?
2: He doesn't owe Major League Baseball any marketing campaign all. behind this. I mean, do I find the secrecy thing a little weird? Yeah. But like it's his choice. It's his can, choice. Some people can... want to be
1: more public with it. Some want to post on Instagram and some want privacy. And that's why I why I know I tweeted out yesterday, like, hey, let him do whatever he wants, however yeah. he wants to do it, because first of all, he's Shohei Otani. He can do whatever he wants in the baseball world. Um, but also he's he's entitled if he wants more of that privacy. Doesn't want he doesn't want all these clubs, in my opinion, out there like, hey, look at us. We had a meeting with Otani look at us we're talking to Otani but on the other side you've got Jock Peterson it's not on his story it's on his actual page
2: yeah he posted it oh it's it's a story because there's Callum Scott dancing on my own Tiesto remix playing with it I need to look at it with the caption it's always sunny in Philadelphia I mean I'm just gonna go ahead and assume this is a done deal because I don't know why the hell else he would do it so Tyler on the fly the magician that he is made a little graphic for us on Jock Peterson uh here he is last year he played 121 games, which I think is about what you can expect here, uh if I had to guess. You know, now with the versatility of Brandon Marsh, Brandon Marsh is like like the X factor of the outfield. So if Jock's playing left, you can then put Marsh in center. Uh if Jock is, you know, maybe playing first or DHing to give mm-hmm. Kyle a day off, you can go with Marsh and Pache. So it does give you the flexibility. A little strange that he's left-handed to me, but They might have felt as though he's the best on the market. 15 home runs in those 121 games, 51 RBIs, 14 doubles. He's not a good defensive player. (laughs) That's probably putting it nicely. Okay.
3: Uh, If he's a Philly, I don't want to talk bad on him. He stinks in the outfield. (laughs) He stinks in the outfield. He has been a negative defensive war player for seven consecutive years. And and, and, in the beginning of his career, when he was playing like 12 games, he was at 0.1. Well, um, he's
2: nothing but consistent, Tyler. Uh, And then last year, pretty good splits uh, versus the left-handed pitchers, uh, but in versus right-handed pitchers, a low 186 Kyle Schwarber territory uh, batting average, 241 versus left-handed pitchers. He does have a low K rate, which I'm sure is something... Uh, The Phillies weighed heavily in getting him. Uh, It'd be nice if somebody officially broke this news. Again, this is all speculative. If you're just joining us, shout out everybody in the chat. Make sure you're hitting that like button while you're here. Um, But Jock Peterson himself did post uh, a pretty uh, presumptive picture of him in the Fanatic with Calum Scott playing. Uh, it sure looks like he's going to be the Philly. So he's probably going to be the left fielder, but gives you that flexibility. Can also give Bryce uh, a breather at first occasionally. And, you know, he does my mind's eye. He hits bombs at citizens bank park. So Mm -hmm. this could be a really nice fit of player and ballpark. Uh, We'll find out there, but a left-handed bat. Interesting. Would have presumed they were going to go right-handed, but it makes a lot of sense, I think. And, um, Is probably about as exciting as I thought. Like if it's Jock Peterson or Michael Taylor, I might gamble a little bit on the upside of Jock. Um, And he, by all accounts, I think throughout Major League Baseball has a good reputation as that clubhouse guy. Um, you know, infamously was involved with the Tommy fam fantasy football, uh, weirdness and kerfuffle, uh, <laughs> at, in San Fran a couple of years ago. So somebody if, already has tweeted.
3: They're like the Phillies have the chance to do the funniest thing and sign. <laughs> Tommy <Pham. laughs> Um, well,
2: so all in all, I think, um, uh, my expectation, when you take into consideration, my expectations and the move, I think it's like about as good as we could have hoped for.
1: Well, uh, for Young Jock, as his What is he, Instagram 31? Is did you 31, look yes. Him? 31, yes. 31? It's going down. Dun, 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 dun.
2: Is that Young Jock? Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I put that so together. Good job. I'm Thank proud, proud of you. Yeah. So uh, this is the other the Young Jock. N- uh, How does Young Jock the um, rapper no, smell it's it. Y-O-U. It's like regular Young. His Young is Y-U-N. You Isn't it regular Young?
2: young jock all right
1: but anyways um for young jock the baseball player actually and yes mbd the i would imagine that's so
2: so that gives oh i guess uh, it Velma is the Breeder. exact same
1: it's spelled his his instagram handle is the same spelling well garrett Stubbs better get on that so playlist and update it i was gonna say we need some some young jock on the playlist so listen i just did a quick look Passing and just confirmed peterson, it. peterson jock peterson did post on his instagram story 18 hours ago a nice beautiful shot uh looks like a west coast picture clearly of his wherever he's at where should i play baseball next year and then of course as you mentioned post on his actual page the picture of him with the fanatic it's always sunny in philadelphia breaking his own news what i like about him so far is i see he's a family man he's out and about golfing with a cigar in his mouth he also is one that is out uh, he's got young children he's been out and about at baseball games and pumpkin festivals He seems like whether he's a DH or an an outfielder role, whatever, or even just giving great at-bats, smashing baseballs out the park, that he could be a nice versatile piece that fits in. So great to see that um – you know, looking at his numbers, and I know Tyler, awesome job quickly putting that together because uh we weren't expecting to be breaking some news here on the show, well, but here we are. King
2: Crab
3: is saying so, Kelly's telling it, us otherwise. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: But it is it so. Is Tim great Kelly to see. from
2: Phillies Nation just tweeted mm-hmm. 57 seconds ago. A Phillies team source says there's nothing to Jock Peterson's Instagram post. He hasn't signed with the Phillies, <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. But now that's I don't
1: a, like him. Then that's
2: an extremely weird post by Jock Peterson for this not to be happening. Um, so you're seeing us all in real time as our brains scrambling here.
1: Well, everybody's yeah, everybody's kind of doing the same thing, trying to figure out what. But does then people this in mean? the chat were
2: saying ESPN and and Jeff Passan confirmed it, but Passan doesn't have anything. Uh, on his well, Instagram, on the real Jeff Passan. Oh, said on Twitter, Jeff outfielder
1: Jock Peterson and the Philadelphia Phillies are in agreement on a two-year contract with a club option. That was a two it's minutes not ago. Not the real Jeff Passan. Oh, that's a fake it's Jeff a Passan. Fake you're account. right. Oh we my got, lord! You got
2: fake Jeff Passan. Oh, that's
1: what. That's what somebody in the chat is. but You got. Well, I'm on, on the got, real Jeff Passan. I'm like, what? You got, are you got fake Jeff Passan, and then I got fake Jeff Passan, and Tim Kelly, as you're mentioning, is saying that. Like, it's just right now the Twitter world is. Tim Kelly to works it out, just for like Philly's we're Nation. To it Do those out. In
2: the chat. Uh, yeah. yes, I trust Tim Kelly more than I trust fake Jeff Passon.
1: You don't trust, um,
2: Finn yeah, no, I, I'm gonna go with Tim Kelly over <laughs> fake Jeff Passon. Yes,
1: F Passon, fake
2: shout Jeff? out Tim Kelly.
1: Oh my gosh, listen, I, yeah, we're but gonna that have still to keep following change.
2: This. Why is he posting no, that?
1: No, and that's what it comes down to. So, Alex Coffey. The real Alex Coffee, that is <laughs> the real one? Uh, The real Alex got to okay. make sure. We're Listen, I'm getting all the updates as it's loading in. So they're I got having that fact check. Twitter's going wild. Twitter's like, have that chance to fact check check it, but it is the real Alex Coffee. A Philly source says they haven't signed Jock Peterson. So um, yeah, Jock is trolling. Fake news. He's breaking his own fake news. He's bringing, it- ooh wee. Uh, that makes things a little bit different. That but makes I, but little- I,
2: I don't necessarily believe the Phillies team source yet.
1: No, and I because so, like
2: they could be still in the process of getting it physically signed or signing. Docu- is do they document signings?
1: That's a good question. I don't know. I think I would
2: they, imagine right.
1: Maybe they do like if I can close on a, a mortgage fake, fake, on document. I was going to say they might want to do like an it. in person fake paper like you do with a house or something or even like college signing. They'll have you sign a fake paper just for pictures. But I imagine like his team's getting sent a PDF and he's not signing. Yeah, so the Phillies
2: might just say so, like nothing happening. But right,
1: but like but so it's still then, in the process. Confer- Alex Coffee and and Tim Kelly and different people say he has not signed with the Phillies. Does not mean he's not going to. Yeah, it just means the ink hasn't been put on paper or docu signed. Or Mickey yet.
2: Durkin is saying maybe somebody's getting traded and that could be holding up. I don't
1: know. And that's the other thing. There's, There's so so many times we hear this. And actually, uh, I've worked in a number of different leagues as a reporter and. And when you work with leagues or teams, one thing that's always that you guys probably pick up on is the teams are usually the last ones to share things because there's so many legal steps they have to go through before they officially announce it. So something like Jock Peterson, he probably has been told the deal is happening, but they're still working through the logistics, the legalities, the docu-signs, whatever else. Um, So it's not official in that sense. But I imagine of all the clubs in baseball, Jock wouldn't pick the Phillies to post a picture of the fanatic just because, especially after his Instagram story yesterday saying, where should I play baseball next year? And now he's taking to his Instagram page. Not a story, which does make a difference, Jamie. Posting to your story versus posting on your page is a difference. And for him to post that means there's something in the works, in my opinion. It just has him in final. What the hell so. are you
2: up to, Jock Peterson? Huh? So we will have some. Why are you playing news. games with us? I I'm gonna believe <laughs> Jock Peterson knows the most about this situation.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's trolling. <laughs> like I don't think it's a situation the of like, he's not just dropping this just because he's bored and wants to just make fake news. I think it is actually happening. It just he just hasn't physically it hasn't been physically finalized yet. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go with it it's, it's 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 Jock Peterson to the Phillies should be breaking officially soon.
2: Right? I uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's going on unless That's
1: bizarre. But that doesn't usually happen where a person we see an athlete well, yes, we do sometimes actually. Sometimes you do see an athlete saying, "I'm taking my talents to Philadelphia." Um in this case, that it's being dropped officially before everything else, but <laughs> Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know what? Um, I want to just quickly <clears throat> hit on as we're thinking and processing. Um, I did not
2: think I was going to wake up this morning and I be emotionally not- attached to Jock Peterson's Instagram page. <laughs> because now I'm like, can somebody just confirm or deny this? Like, that's not a real denial. No, I um, just think
1: that it's I, I think
2: it, I, I went think from Jock's- not even thinking about Jock Peterson to wanting him. Because I convinced (laughs) myself in my mind already that he's going to hit 25 home runs at Citizens Bank Park. Jamie, has there ever been a free agent you've
3: not talked yourself into? Yeah, like, like, who don't you like? Um,
2: On this current Phillies team?
3: Uh, Just in general, across
2: (laughs) Philadelphia sports
3: history.
1: He's so so easily won over. No, I'm not.
2: I think think we have really good front offices in this town. Um, I, I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my mind. I would have, uh, if I was Howie Roseman, I would have kept one of the linebackers, maybe given TJ Edwards two years, $10 million. Um, I thought starting over well, Todd the
1: has Todd Zalecki has also tweeted, and it is at Todd Delecky. It is, is this the, real, the real Todd Delecky? It is the real one. I just went to his page to double check. Of course, there's no blue <laughs> checks anymore, thanks to Elon and, and the ex. So on Twitter, Todd Zalecki posted, Jock Peterson posted a cool slash funny photo of him and the fanatic on Instagram, but it doesn't mean he's signing with the Phillies. Get this part, Jamie. They haven't even talked this off season. What a job! Exclamation. All right, arc. so
2: Jock Peterson, now enemy of the state. Screw <laughs> we you. We liked
1: you, and now we don't.
2: There's still, like, what is he doing?
1: <laughs> I just have to believe that if you are, there's got to be something if you're to that post. Posting something, and again, like I'm going to go back to the post really quickly. Like you're posting, you. It's just you and the fanatic. Just you and the fanatic. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. 45 minutes ago. Do you Why think else would you post that? Do
2: you, do you think he's just like sitting back right now and watching Philadelphia Phillies Twitter burn and going <laughs> like, is that, I mean, he is is that enjoyable is, to him? I he, mean, it could be.
1: Listen, he's got some young children. Maybe he's bored. Maybe he's like, these kids are driving me crazy. So I got to do something crazy myself.
3: So like, Jamie, have you done? Have you like done weird things when you had to watch Frozen for like yeah, the like 900th time? Yeah, like he's got like a
1: five-year-old daughter. Like may- maybe nobody really like cares five. when I break news. His son looks like he's like three, so he's like, got a, like a baby. Jamie
3: just tweets like, uh, I'm 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 signing with um, ESPN Houston. Yeah. No, I'll and just everybody sit goes there. nuts, and then he's just like J.K. I was just watching Frozen I'll again. Sit,
2: I'll <laughs> sit there and tweet out things like uh, Marcus Mariota is more suited to be the Eagles' quarterback oh, right now Lord. than Jalen Hurts. You know, and just watch people like Don't react get to that me type of stuff. On that but that's that's about as far as I go. Uh, yeah. I...
1: I, that's all I have as an excuse. He's got three young children under the age of five. It appears based on my quick deep dive. Um, that's, I
2: don't think that's an excuse.
1: And maybe he's bored <laughs> and on the West coast. And uh, it's like, I want to put myself into the winter meeting conversation. I don't know
2: uh, if he did this and isn't signing with the Phillies. He's officially a douche. Uh, and on that and list, we'll be, yes. we'll
1: be, we'll be booed for sure. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Another guy that will be booed uh, because his deal is nearly done and it will, he will no longer be a Philly is Craig Kimbrell. Um, I imagine Craig Kimbrell, uh, for many people, it's like, adios, amigos, don't let the door split ya, hit you where the good Lord split you, whatever. So anyways, <laughs> as I stumbled through that saying, Craig Kimbrell's deal is nearly done. Um, it appears the Baltimore Orioles, according to Joel Sherman, um, are finalizing those last minute details with craig kimbrell so i know we all predicted craig kimbrell will not be back next year see you, um, craig looks like craig kimbrell and jock peterson have one thing in common they may not be wearing a phillies uniform next year who knows the kimbrell signing
2: i wasn't like that big on no i went eh,
1: okay Oh, okay there you go a, a there veteran. You
2: go. it was just like one of those meh.
1: yeah so you, you know it is it's We're we're watching all the little details uh, and on meeting winter meeting watch of course uh, Jock Peterson definitely just threw us all for a loop. But if you need to reset and need something to help calm you, there's always retail therapy that can help with that. And over at FOCO, they are a place where you can buy merchandise, shirts, hats, hoodies, bobbleheads, toys. They are the leading manufacturer for sports and entertainment uh, merchandise, and they've got everything that you need. And you don't have to worry about them ever uh, having something you don't want. They've got all the latest, all the greatest. They follow all the trends. They they are even caught up to date with the holidays. So they've got something for, you know, specific to the holiday season and breaking news that's happening. So go over to FOCO, use that code PHLY10 that is on your screen and you can get 10% off. So again, PHLY10 gets you 10% off over at FOCO when you purchase some merchandise. Now, lots that we have to still run through, Jamie. Real quick, because quick, The only reason so I, sound.
2: I am talking myself into it a little bit is oh because <laughs> it's slightly better than I'm expecting. Does that make sense? So, Because uh, yeah, I'm I expecting mean, very low bar okay, here. Okay. So, Jock Peterson was above it, so I got pleasantly surprised. Okay, you were that, excited. That, that's the only sense. reason I'm surprised by him. Um, so, that's, I guess, my quasi-excitement over that. I hope he's right. I hope he he did sign here because I think that's better than what my expectations are all right
1: yeah i think um
2: that's my final thoughts i I
1: still have to go back to the fact that there's got to be something to this like you can't you're not just posting on instagram i just don't i just don't see it and if you are then i'm concerned because who does that why are you doing that yeah that's weird weird it is um it is very very odd to say the least so just some other quick things on the philly side before we we move along because we still didn't even get to as much in detail around the rest of the league, we're still talking about the Phillies and it's already a lot of time has passed, Jamie, a lot of time has passed. So uh, I know as John Foley was talking about Rob's presser yesterday, uh, there was a lot of talk about, you know, the the future for the Phillies and we'll, we can deep dive as much more later this week, uh, just depending on how the week is going at this rate but uh jock one Peterson, of the things you bastard and yeah, jock just do us all for it's all i'm here. thinking about now dun, 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 what it's are you mo- doing it's possibly not going <laughs> yeah. down it's not going down okay so anyways Jo um hater as MBDBDBF, you might be excited about this news um of course with the phillies openly talking about and dave dombrowski mentioned they're not going after the most expensive guys on the market and and that uh that also excludes that hater probably is not going to be one that's brought into t- uh and haven't talked about hater as someone the Phillies are pursuing in a while, but um, that is something that Rob Thompson was saying, you know, we've won a lot of games with the way that we're do, you know, our bat, our pitching orders working through, I'm comfortable with the way we do it. If we had a set guy, that'd be great, but I'm comfortable with what we do. And uh, hater doesn't seem to be somebody that's being bought in, but on the other side, the, Starting pitchers seem to be locked in, and I know that was mentioned back even when Aaron Nola was signed, but it was reiterated again. Uh, the the pure optimism in Christopher Sanchez, but also even in Taiwan Walker, Gregory Soto. So bullpen arms, starting pitchers, pitching overall has been something that you know has been talked about for Rob and for D- for Dave, and they've said for Taiwan specifically. You know he's a great guy, everything's good. He's a great teammate. There's no issues there. Clearing the air on Taiwan. Um, you know, talking about what Soto needs to do to get better, talking about Kyle Schwarber in the leadoff role. So it's been a lot of just kind of what we knew and expected, but just the reassurances that are coming from Rob and Dave. And of course, we can deep dive that much more this week because we've got a lot of other things to get into, Jamie. Yeah, I about
2: the name that interests me and I, I asked Tyler right before we went on the air, because I think it's going to be a right handed bullpen arm, you know, to yeah. replace Kimbrell. Um, the name that came up, I believe it's from the Matt Gelb story, was Robert Stevenson. Um, he would excite me a little bit. Uh last year, because starting pitching, as you said, and and the manager and Dombrowski said, is set. You know, Taiwan Walker's yeah. making a lot of money. Christopher Sanchez seems to be a really exciting fifth starter option. We'll see what he does in a full year in the role. Um, but with Andrew Painter, you know, a year away, mm-hmm. it makes a lot of sense they're not gonna. Go spend there. But Robert Stevenson would be interesting. Uh, Last year, he pitched in 52 innings, uh, had 77 Ks. Uh, If you're not a math whiz, that's 13.2 Ks per nine, which is a really uh, nice rate. So he's got swing and miss stuff there. Only had 16 balls. uh, Base on balls. If he yep. had 16 balls, that would be we, we quite call, weird. We call those walks, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading the stat line and it was BB, so I just said balls. And if he only threw 16 balls all year, that would be really impressive. Uh, but 16 base on balls or walks, as the layperson calls them. Um, so really good numbers at 3.10 ERA. Uh, I think he would make a lot of sense here. Uh, again, it's not going to be something exciting. You know, Jason Stark to get to the hot stove stuff is saying somebody like Yamamoto could now be looking at a 10 year, $300 million deal. Mm. So the Phillies are not going to go get involved in a Yamamoto sweepstakes uh, for a guy that's never thrown a pitch in major league baseball. They're not going to go give out 10 year deals and $300 million. So yes, it's not going to be exciting. It's not going to be sexy, but Mm -hmm. uh, this is what it is. And you know, Robert Stevenson, I think would be, you know, I want Jordan Hicks. I want just another freak that can throw a hundred miles an hour all the time. Uh, but it's not going to be Hater because he's yeah. going to get over a hundred million dollars. It's not going to be, uh, you know, those big names. So Stevenson's a na- a new name on the radar that I think is mildly enticing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And listen for, for Rob and for Dave, the thing they've consistently talked about is how they feel confident in this group to be able to win the world series. And, you know, they feel like with a little bit more work and just with time that, you know, with what the Phillies have right now, it's, it's enough. It's, it's good enough. And, you know, having a chance to get a full year of Trey Turner and getting a better Bryson Stott and a better Alec Boehm. Um, You know, of course, even having Bryce Harper for a full year, healthy, hopefully. Like, these are the types of things that bigger picture are being evaluated of. Okay, but wait a minute. Let's keep in mind mm-hmm. all those little things of last season that now won't, hopefully won't be the same issue. And also included in that, I know in the chat I see Jake Cave talk. Oh, Jake Cave Nick, is included Nick because, be of course, <laughs> Jake, a.k.a. Nick to Jamie, um, of course, The Phillies tendered that $1 million contract to Jake Cave to avoid arbitration. So um, for Jake Cave specifically, when asked, Dombrowski was saying, you know, who's better that can fit those types of roles out there? I'm not sure you're going to find a lot of different names. Um, You know, maybe you're in a position where Johan Rojas isn't with us and you might go with some platoon scenarios out there in left field. So maybe he fits into that. You know, they just feel like Jake Cave is a fit. And uh, for now, J-Cave is included in the future for the Phillies, um, and uh, that's not going to change. So, you know, overall, it's been a lot of just talk about the optimism, of course, evaluating the youngsters and the bullpen options. As you talk about, maybe that's bringing someone in, but maybe that's also just giving time for, you know, the young bullpen arms to see how they develop. So it's going to be a lot of just kind of waiting for the Phillies but uh, the, a team that's not waiting at all and has been very aggressive, of course, the New York Yankees. And oh boy. to hear all that they've gotten. Now, this in itself could be an hour-long show. Basically, we should have just did an extended edition of the show today because we're already at 1250. And uh, we're not even halfway through the, the major storylines Well, here when today. we get
2: trolled by a professional baseball player, we can, <laughs> uh, we can talk about some of those rumors tomorrow. But yeah, Jack oh, Peterson kind of hijacked the show from he us. He absolutely
1: did. A little he bit rude did. of him, I think. So, as we know, uh, it appears we're getting close to the trade for Juan Soto. Mark Feisen had reported earlier that it appears very likely. Of course, now, as they've even us uh, sitting on this show, the deal is getting closer to be fi- being finalized. We've been hearing all the Juan Soto reports. Looks like he's going to be with the Yankees next season. Of course, also, with that is still the fact they're still chasing after Yamamoto. And that Yamamoto seems like someone that's very much going to be with the Yankees next year as well. So, the Yankees... Still on for Soto, even after the trade for Alex Verdugo, that they're still looking to bring in much, 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 much more. And then, of course, that trade did break yesterday that we saw that uh, come into fruition. And for the Yankees, as they pick up, um, this is wild that the Yankees have been doing so much. But the Yankees have been looking for pieces and that's what they got so they bring in outfielder alex verdugo from the red sox that happened tuesday by
2: the way i would have i would have gotten in the ballpark for him uh, he went for the yeah. yankees 13th top prospect um, and two other like kind of throw in guys that are probably yeah. in that 15 to 20 range the price was not very high no uh for a right-handed bat he's primarily a right fielder so like maybe that didn't fit per se because i don't know if you necessarily want nick and left but you know marsh can play left and so whatever, maybe it wasn't the best fit in the world, but he was cheap enough that I would have had it was maybe I some mean, slight interest. In that
1: in that deal, the Yankees moved uh, number twelve prospect uh, Richard Fitz. They moved Greg Weiser and Nicholas Judice, um, and then with that, the Yankees still are saying they're not done. Of course, Juan Soto's still on the table for them, but also maybe a Cody Bellinger signing. So the Yankees absolutely and, and general manager uh, Brian Cashman have been really out there dishing out the cash looking to see uh, all they can bring in so that's the team right now that got to keep an eye yeah, on yeah they're
2: meeting with Yamamoto as you mentioned and uh, the other thing that came out on the Yamamoto front uh, was that uh, Mets owner Steve Cohen flew to Japan last week mm. so uh, it seems very likely that uh, Yamamoto will end up in New York yeah. and if what Jason Stark is hearing is true um, let me just say this about Otani and Yamamoto Uh, both will probably like there's a business that comes with them because the Japanese clubs or the Japanese TV networks are going to want to get the rights of whatever team is he's playing for and so on and so on. So I understand there's more to it than just the product on the field, but these, these are nuts.
1: I know like 10 years and $300
2: million (laughs) million for a guy that's never even thrown a pitch in major league baseball Uh comes with a lot of risk and Uh, You know, Chris Mad Dog Russo was on ESPN this morning saying that he thinks the Otani deal is nuts, too. I I tend to agree a little bit like it's getting it's not my money and I don't give a damn what owners spend and how they spend it. But like he's not he's not pitching this year and he's been hurt now majorly twice in four years. Yeah. Like that's a lot of risk for somebody you're going to give potentially $600 million to Mm. like, I know the owners got it like that and you know, you know, it's fine and they're not going to be in the poorhouse or anything. But from a team roster construction building standpoint alone, it really kind of ham ties you uh, to these two Mm. guys that are both fairly risky. Like Otani, there's no doubt about his skill and Yamamoto clearly has stuff, but like, yeah. there's no given that he's going to be a success in Major League Baseball. So, no. ideally, what I'm getting at here is, please, Steve Cohen, go sign him for three hundred million dollars, and Yamamoto, please, suck, because that would actually be hilarious to me. It
1: is wild when you think about the fact, as you mentioned, that both of them are still unknowns, and to be in the ball. Well, Otani's of- known; it's
2: just risky from no, the injury. Exactly. But Yamamoto's well, no, completely well, unknown.
1: So the the unknowns for for each of them are different in the sense that you have a 25 year old Yamamoto who has, you mentioned, we haven't seen the a pitch in the majors yet, no. even though we've seen him do a Ten fantastic job in, in, you know, career prior. But then on the other side, you talk about Shoyan Otani, who's looking to be signed for, five hundred mil, six hundred million, but is not <laughs> even going to be able to pitch this upcoming season. Yeah, you know, you just you're just gonna have to eat that. You're, you're paying him to for spend it. that money knowing okay, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be a great two-way player in two years, but right now he's not gonna be able it's to pitch for DH. us. He's just a DH and, <laughs> and we're gonna be able we're gonna be okay with spending five, six hundred million dollars for Shohei Otani to come back from injury, back from surgery to then hope and project he'll be back at one hundred percent you know the season after so that's where it's like you're spending all this money for guys that you don't know what you're going to get fully from Yamamoto yeah. and you don't know fully um okay what is the exact timeline for Otani of course we know he's not pitching this season but,
3: but Barbara that's Car- a lot
1: of money for for a, a major a top pitcher that's not able to pitch
2: um Barbara so. Carroll says Otani can't pitch like he did before the surgery bet
1: So that's where the unknown is a little bit. Not everybody recovers the same way. He'll
2: probably be fine. He'll come come back like Henry Rowan Gardner. But to me, the more concerning thing is not that he comes back the same, but that he gets another one in, say, two to three years. If he's looking at three Tommy John surgeries before the age of 32, like, do you really want to invest that type of money? So clearly, you know, I'm I'm talking like a coward because these teams, the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, uh, you know, Probably a couple others, the Giants and and Yankees probably all tried to you know peck at it, but it appears it's going to be between the Dodgers and the Blue Jays. They clearly don't care. Um, yeah, they don't. But to they me, don't. as somebody that thinks these numbers aren't real and birds are fake, um, I look at it and I go, "Man, six hundred million dollars for a guy that's already had two Tommy Johns like that is risky as hell."
1: It's so. First of all, welcome into the chat. Now I see Tyreek's in there. Thanks for the compliment. Yeah. I know I see uh
2: I was gonna say he gave you a nice compliment. Yeah, so you, you Tyreke, gave him a shout So you. apparently so if you give Renee a nice compliment, she'll <laughs> shout you out. So good morning, Tyreek.
1: <laughs> well, there were some other names that are in the chat that weren't in the show earlier that I saw. So I was gonna say hello to them as well. Uh but the chat has it's moved, Jack so Peterson's I can't see fault. them anymore. It is all Jock Peterson. He had the entire all, everybody excited for a moment. We thought we had some breaking news and then we didn't. Um but I think it's kind of like if you had, there's a really bad comparison, but it's the first thing I can think of. Right, good. If you had somebody, let's say you signed LeBron James, but LeBron can only play offense and not defense. And so on def, like it's, it's not the same in baseball, but it's like you, <laughs> Tyler's like, what are you talking about? Like to sign a, a superstar that's not at 100%. So, okay, we're going to bring in Messi, but he's not playing on turf, which is real. Actually, he'll only play on grass. Okay, so every game we have on turf, we're not seeing Messi out there for soccer. Like, it's just weird to me to think about paying so much money for someone that's not at 100%, which is the point I'm actually trying to get to, and that you're going to bring in Otani knowing he cannot pitch this season and hoping he gets back on – his timeline going to allow him to be at 100% strength the following season. So it is – it's just insane to me. I will take $500 million and not be able to pitch – and I'll try to DH, and that's I'll I'll do it. Don't yeah, worry, guys. I mean, sign just, me up. Where do I sign? I can do it. You have to pay him
2: for the year of <laughs> being both, uh, while not doing both, and then you have to hope that he yeah. can sustain another Jeez. eight years or so without getting injured again. Uh, John <laughs> oh, Morosi just tweeted that a guy, I, me, and I think Tyler and maybe you as well. I can't remember where you fell on him. Jordan Hicks, um, mm. the Houston native, is drawing interest from the Rangers, Astros, and Angels. Amongst other teams, so maybe you can hope the Phillies are one of those other teams, uh, but it appears out of Nashville this morning, not one of the three favorites for him. So, yeah, um, there you have it. You know, there's going to be a lot happening here, especially if Soto does move. Uh, Somebody else said Otani's decision will come by Sunday. Um, I think he's going to the Dodgers, right? Like if I had to guess, yeah, I would say the Dodgers, which sucks because the National League is uh, getting all the good players this year. Uh, So a lot's gonna happen quickly Well, uh, I was gonna say, I feel like we
1: almost should just This show could be all day because stuff is just dropping in Because John Morosi was also talking about Corbin Burns Let it burns, baby. Um, Now, Brewers GM Matt Arnold told John Morosi that a lot of teams are asking about Corbin, and I think that's rightfully so. He's also one of the best pitches we've had in our franchise history. We're thrilled to have him. We get that. We get that. But um, there's a lot of interest out there for Corbin Burns by no surprise. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we do get some Corbin Burns news or some increase in rumors of what those final teams look like or who's interested in Corbin Burns. Of course, we talked about him with the Phillies, but not looking like that will happen. Um, But we might get some other Burns news. So some excitement to keep an eye on all day today. You know, it's without a doubt going to be a day that everybody stay glued to your Twitter, your apps. And I'm getting like all the updates on my phone from MLB app and ESPN and all the different sources that are dropping news because – going to be a wild wild day uh so we'll have more that we can dive into uh tomorrow of course in terms of some of these deals and rumors and things that are being floated out there um of course we also did have uh last night we saw just quickly to run through before we get into our favorite part of the show now it's our favorite part because someone's winning uh but we had the draft lottery happen on tuesday of course that's that was held um and With that, the Cleveland Guardians did pick up the top of the draft. They are going to be able to lock in. Yeah, and that's wild. They were not even a favorite for it and definitely have locked in that number one spot. And so the complete draft order has been released with the Guardians at the top and then the Reds Rockies and eight and athletics behind them following suit as we, yeah, the major league baseball changed
2: that. the draft a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's weird. The top six teams, Tyler does not like it. He just gave me an emphatic. <laughs> I, I up. hate
1: draft
3: lotteries. I think they're stupid. Yeah. So the I top there's six spots and yeah. you're lottery
2: eligible. Um, some of the worst teams, non-playoff teams are lottery eligible. You can't be it mm-hmm. two years in a row. So one through six is done through a lottery and then six through 18, I guess it is is done in the order of uh, losing records. Right. And then the 18 through 30 is based on the playoff teams and how they finish. So that's how it goes. The Phillies, I think, are 27. Yes,
1: they are 27 Um, between the Yankees and the Astros. I
2: hope they get some kid I've never heard of before.
1: (laughs) But I think, okay, first of all, as you mentioned, the Guardians did have that 2% chance, the ninth highest chance of winning the number one pick. Um, the Reds had a 0.9% chance of winning, and so on and so forth. But I do think it does help. I know it's not a huge, exciting thing. They try to make it more exciting than it is by always bringing in like historic people connected to the club and different things like that across sports. You see them trying to make a big PR stink out of it because it's to add some extra excitement. In the offseason, but it also does allow for teams to avoid just tanking. Yeah, like and I avoid, saw, all, yeah, yeah like purposely yeah, trying to the lock the number of it. one, and I that's s- exactly I it. So saw that guy, I saw a
2: guy Herb Lawrence, who works for the White Sox at our CHGO, mm-hmm. and he was actually pissed that the White Sox ended up in the lottery <laughs> this year because it means they can't be in it next year. Uh, and the big number one prospect in baseball is Jackson Holiday yeah. for the Orioles, who's probably going to be on the opening day club this year for the Orioles. Matt Holiday's son. Well, the reason Herb wanted to be in the lottery next year is because there's another holiday, Mm. a younger holiday who apparently can be as good uh, as Jackson. So he's going to be the prize next year. So Herb was kind of pissed that the White Sox are out of contention now for him next year. Uh, And that's the way the MLB draft goes. Uh, So let me tell you about your local Ford store. Make the Holiday Bright year-end sales event going on now through January 2nd. Because now is the best time to get incentives on Ford's full lineup of vehicles, including the F-Series, Ford F-Series, the best-selling line of trucks. You all know them. You see them out there everywhere. I grew up in a neighborhood full of them. (laughs) Uh, They've been the number one. Selling truck in America for 46 straight years, which includes the F-150. F-150 has the best in-class available towing, up to 14,000 pounds. That's a lot of pounds of Jock Peterson's BS that you can carry around with you. Available payload up to 3,300 pounds. Ford trucks, including the F-150, are the number one in brand loyalty in the industry. Ford F-150 has class-exclusive equipment like the power, the pro power on board, which provides an energy source with household outlets for your equipment, which is perfect for your work equipment, camping, and the unexpected need, and the pro trailer backup assist. You can back up trailers at the turn of a knob so there's no guesswork. So customize your ride with an appearance package and available Ford accessories to fit your needs and style on the F-150 truck. Choose between six engine types for your Ford F-150 truck like Power Boost or Eco Boost, V6 options, V8 options, and hybrid options. And there's also an all-electric variant, the Ford F-150 Lightning. So learn more about Ford's full lineup and the Make the Holiday Bright sales event at BuyFordNow.com and head over to your local Ford dealership for a test drive. And let me also tell you about game time. Because Game Time has a code for you, the sickos, the diehards here in the PHLY Phillies chat and podcast listeners. If you use code PHLY, you'll get $20 off your first purchase with Game Time. Because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And everybody loves tickets to their favorite events around the holidays as gifts. They have killer last-minute deals on tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for all the fun you're going to have. Get images of your seats before you buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Just two taps and you're set. I did mine on Apple Pay. It was the easiest thing in the world. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and just redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
1: All right. Well, in other news, as we get ready for guests at Ballpark, uh, to see if Jamie can close the gap and try to catch up because he's losing.
2: Well, again, <laughs> you don't get to peacock when you cheated for a week and a half
1: before. I you. make my own rules, uh-huh. and yes, I can. So, of course, uh, we heard the reports of for showing out Otani, as we talked about yesterday, about the meetings that have been happening with the Blue Jays, but also the Dodgers did have some leak as uh, they had their very own Roberts, um, who was sharing... That, you know, clearly Shoei their top priority for the Dodgers. And that had many people like, wait a minute, were you supposed to say that? Because uh, Dave Roberts, you're not supposed to be leaking information about who you're going after. But that's not a surprise that Otani's anybody's top priority. And then also for the Braves, we had an update and um, them involved because the Braves have been one of those teams that we're keeping an eye on without a doubt. So the Braves had an opportunity to participate in a trade with the pirates so with that the pirates Money had though. a chance to add in uh and acquire veteran left-hander marco gonzalez from atlanta for a player to be named later so Lo- very interesting. I always love players yeah. to be named, player later. Being named later or cash consideration so basically it's like marco gonzalez for question mark question mark question mark uh the pirates will also be acquiring cash considerations in the deal as uh and then gonzalez is due to make you know, just a whopping $12,250,000 next year in the final season of his four year $30 million extension that he signed with the Mariners back in February of 2020. Do you so, want, want to
2: know who one of the most famous players to be named later is in Major League history? James he is a Philly. Edward Lynch? He is a Philadelphia <laughs> Philly. Say <So, laughs> it again.
1: Currently a Philly.
2: Currently a Philly. Oh. One of the most famous and best players to be named later trades in MLB history. And he's currently Kyle? a Philly. Mm-hmm. Kyle? No, not Kyle.
1: Although I feel like I heard.
2: I'm sourcing this from an MLB.com article. And I, mean, I did not know this before re- pulling this article up.
1: A current Philly. Well, I want to say Bryce, but like I don't feel like it's Bryce because I remember hearing that. I don't remember him ever.
2: Tyler, final guess. This is out. Um, Zach. Not Zach. Oh, currently on the active <laughs> roster. i going to name everybody. Yes, and a major <laughs> contributor and highly paid. Aaron, nope,
1: has been with the Phillies forever. JT, real god. <laughs> so. I,
2: I genuinely
3: don't know. Trey
2: Turner, really, oh. was a player to be named later from San Diego to Washington huh. uh, back in 2014. Pretty wild to think about. Uh, so it goes from on to San say, San Diego to Washington. Who'd they, who'd they get? It in was that a deal? Uh, the Padres, Nationals, and Rays got together for one of the more jam-packed transactions in recent history. One that also changed an MLB rule. There were 11 players involved in the Will Myers, Joe Ross, wow. Stephen Sosa Jr., plus a player to be named later, which everyone now knows turned out to be Turner. But there was one problem. He couldn't be traded at the time, at least not yet. At the time of the trade... A rule was in place that p- prevented a player from being officially traded for a year after he was drafted, which meant that Turner, who was the number 13 pick in the 2014 draft, had to wait until June 2015 to be traded to the Nationals. As a result, he spent the first three months of the fifteen season playing for a team that had already traded him. I did not know that. That is
1: pretty I wild. no idea. Oh, that's w- that is insane.
2: Yeah, and the other players, it goes on, uh, other famous player to be named later, Trades, Michael Brantley was one, Hmm. uh, which went on to a decent year. Gio Gonzalez was one, uh, which ended up having a pretty decent career. Marco Scudero, which I always love the name, Marco Scudero. David Ortiz was a player to be named later. From Minnesota? uh, Or or prior, or to Minnesota. Seattle to Minnesota Minnesota. deal. Uh, So Big Poppy was one. Jason Schmidt, who had a pretty nice year. Moises Alou. Uh, Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, and (laughs) Shoeless Joe Jackson went from Philadelphia to Cleveland in who could forget the summer of 1910, Renee? So I remember those,
1: like it was yesterday, yeah, James, oh God, Jamie. It was a hot, all those days back in 1910. Yeah, it was a hot summer that
2: year. Um, I
1: love how you entertained and said no to when I said Aaron Nola as if that was possible. They drafted <laughs> or like, him, price, I'm like,
2: <laughs> that one I knew.
1: I'm like throwing it. If you guys know by now, whenever it comes to trivia, I just like <laughs> catch up. <laughs> like just throw out whatever. Yeah, I didn't know
2: about that about Trey Turner. That's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, that is actually insane. Yeah. Uh oh, some okay. pretty good
2: players in that list.
1: Very much so. So, so who knows? Maybe the the Braves will get, knowing
2: Alex Anthopoulos and the Braves, they're going to get some player to be named later that turns into the next Matt Olsen and will torment the Phillies for 15 years. Uh, Don't send them anybody good, Pittsburgh.
1: Oh, man. All right. Well, on that note, I feel like let's get into some more trivia, because why not keep this ball rolling and keep things moving on the trivia train? Uh, Because it's time. Is that a police badge? Tyler, you don't even give me a chance to like. Oh, no, <laughs> we're, like kinda, we're, we're that looks way, way, like a here.
3: We're we gotta way over time. We got to get going. No ums and ahs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Wait, let's wrap this up. We're Renee. doing this quick today. Not getting, I'm not getting stalling, out of here. Until I
1: was stolen. I was stolen. I was stolen. That is a weird looking one. It looks like, um, like a police shield or something. Yeah,
2: it looks exactly like a police badge.
1: Yeah, that's mm. what I meant. Who's got a I guess you don't listen looks... to me, Renee. <laughs> Wait, so, I said it first. I
2: said it first. As soon as it came up, I go, that looks like a police badge.
1: Did you really? He
2: did. <laughs> Busted. Started. All right. So I what stadium
1: like looks like a police badge? I always not listening bench. to me, and this time I didn't listen to mm-hmm. you. That's weird this that we is. both said so the same I, thing. I will.
3: T- I will say to you guys, I, I, I think stall. that this is one of the easier
2: ones of
3: of I the 30s. Do
1: Nationals park? I, Wait, I need to find my list. We
2: have not guessed Toronto's ballpark, right? Uh, no, I don't believe Are we. We've, the I don't believe right, we. So my cheat sheet is images from space. <laughs> it prohibits me from looking at the dome stadiums. So Who's I'm just going off that? of gut and vibes here. <sighs>
1: oh, I kind of want to say the Oakland.
2: Hey, oh, you just you just in on Eugene Krabs there. Wait,
1: I didn't see him. Uh-huh, I promise you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm looking at my list Cause, here because
2: Mr. Krabs has That's been pretty so good at weird. this. That's so weird. That's
1: twice now that I've said something that somebody else said. Mm-hmm. I it really because it's, it's got the same rounded shape. Mm hmm. Actually, oh dang it. Now nah, it looks like I didn't come up with myself. But I promise you, I was not looking up. I don't look at the chat anymore, but like, you guys keep dropping your thoughts. I'm not, I'm not gonna not go with Great
2: American Ballpark today, Tyler.
1: Oh, good for you. Look uh, at the group. I wish
3: you would have told me that before because then I would have specifically picked <laughs> Great American Ballpark. <laughs>
2: no,
1: uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm
2: not going, I'm just gonna go with my gut. Where I'm going to uh, Toronto.
1: Okay, that one, that whatever the hell be. that is. Um, but I think I think
2: uh, Eugene <clears throat> Krabs could be right here.
1: Which means I'm right because I think it looked like...
2: Yeah, John Dickerson seems confident about it.
1: I think maybe I will lock in early today. Wow. Because I know our show is going a little it's, bit more. This could be the best
2: thing Eugene We're Krabs really, has ever brought to the table. No,
1: no. I did not look at the chat before consulting gonna, my uh, list. It's.
2: I think they're right, but I'm going to stick with Toronto and go down, yeah, with, go down with the Yeah, that outfield is chip. looking
1: very much... Okay, you know what? I'm gonna lock in on the Oakland A. They
3: have the big foul territory. I think you. Yep. Right. So the the large foul territory in this stadium was put in place. Wait, have we heard the answer? Hold on. Oh this gosh, this I got is the, this is the build-up part of this. <laughs> oh this no. is the fun. It's oh the football no. stadium. The, this the foul territory was is is here yeah. because for quite some time this was a multi-purpose stadium. Yep, One Oakland, team moved out about ten years, uh, about five years ago. The next one's moving out this year. It is Oakland.
2: Yes. <laughs> that's fine you're just gonna have the same answers as mr. Krabs over I'd
1: say, I promise uh-huh, you I uh-huh. said it before yep. I looked at the chat you guys S- says the I girl swear, that's been cheating since
2: day
3: one I swear no on big deal. my
1: everything that I did not mm. look at the chat but congratulations to King Krabs and whoever else had it in the chat I think John Dickerson did as well as I'm looking through uh, Will said it Lisa said it. Wow. We were all team Oakland except for somebody in the room So with that, oh my gosh <laughs> With that uh, the score is now up to seven to four Um, I won't say who has seven and who has four but it's been a lot of fun. You know, I'm starting to like this game Well, <laughs>
2: you can just give me five because I'm gonna get great American ballpark. I have to at this point
1: Congrats, everybody. We did it. All right. So lots of news is breaking around the sports world. We will, of course. Oh, man, I'm sorry, John, that an ad happened during guest at Ballpark. Um, I do swear on these boots, John Dickerson, that I did not look at the chat prior to my answer. I actually was looking at my list here and then said the answer, and then looked up. So congrats to all of us that got it correct. It's been a fun day, guys. It's been such a fun day that we went over, and we thank you for hanging out with us for an extra 15 minutes. But it's going to be a wild rest of this Wednesday. I'm sure news will be breaking. We'll be hearing more rumors. We'll be hearing more details of signings or trades that are happening. So stay glued, stay locked. We'll, of course, be updating you on phly underscore phillies for any updates that we can on on twitter and on social media so make sure you're following and we'll see you guys back we're noon every single day this week so we're back screw at you jock
2: peterson <laughs> i think unless you're a philly and then you're cool <laughs>
1: So we'll be back for more PHOI Philly show powered by Ford, where you can check out buyFordNow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you. Thanks for tuning in. Hitting that like button and subscribing if you haven't already done so. Do so on your way out. And for Tyler, Jamie, our friend John down in Nashville, and myself Renee, we will see you next time. Woo woo woo. We all silly like the man.